Ron Digital checking in for episode two. Man, I wish I could somehow connect video and music so I could be fully tapped in. I'm a digital fanatic when it comes to digital and I think about my life. You gotta understand something if you're listening. With me, you know, I'm gonna give you a lot of truth and there's a price to pay for truth in this world. And that's the only thing that's the only thing that means devil. It's that it's that simple. That's the only meaning. That's the true meaning of Lucifer. You know, God is truth, right? God is gonna give you life and love unconditionally. Think about a parent that loves a child unconditionally. That's God, right? That's God on all of us. He loves all of us unconditionally. You could damn near try to nuke the whole planet and succeed and wipe out humanity. It'll start over and God will forgive because it's God. God's going to forgive. So when it comes to the Bible, when it's, when I hear certain things like, oh, there can be no other gods before me for I am a jealous God, yada, yada, yada. No, that's some human putting his human opinion on his knowledge of God. Just think about, just think about if you was a God, what would you do? Oh yeah, you wouldn't forgive. But why wouldn't you forgive? Because you got hurt too much. So now we're going to play that back on God. So now we do something where we don't do God's will and we turn our back on him. It's going to hurt him that much that he can't get over it. And he's going to what decide to retaliate and wipe out. Why not just wipe out all of existence then? Because God is the master of intelligence. But I'm not going to get too deep into religion. You know, a lot of people ask, what's the meaning of life? In simple terms, the meaning of life is, for human at least, it's to live and learn and discover the meaning of life. And then when you discover what the meaning of life is, how you apply that is your test. It's God's test for you. And you'll fail. And when you fail, you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to start over and do it again. If you pass, then you win the reward of eternity in the heavenly realm. But if you fail... You got to respawn and start over like a video game. It's probably why people like Elon Tesla. Elon Tesla. Elon Musk think we living in a uh, sim simulation. Because one day video games will be, the graphics will be so powerful, it would, it would be indistinguishable from reality. Well, let me take that a little bit further. One day the graphics is going to be so powerful, it's going to be more more is going to have more effect than reality. It's going to be more realer than reality. So yeah, a lot of people is going to get not just disconnected but confused. The future is uh, the future is a fascinating place. For me, I, I fully embrace it and I'm already preparing myself now for the uh, for everything. Not just, not just the singularity but the singularity and beyond that. And a lot of people a lot of people may not catch it. You know, they're, they're too distracted. They're too focused on what they want to do. They're too focused on having life as convenient as possible and, and being lazy. And um, because because the world shows that's right, they think it's right. But when it comes to learning stuff, you got to always question it. Think like a scientist sometimes. Question it. Question it every time. You never know if the rules of reality could ever switch. Because at the end of the day, this is God's, this is, this is God's field. God runs this shit. 
if you a science, if you a scientist, right, and you discover how the universe started, and you look at where we are now, and if you truly think, if you truly think in your heart that all of this happened by nothing, by nothingness, there was nothing, and then bang, the universe and all the matter, and that happened from nothing, from nothing, this intelligent. If you truly think that, you shouldn't be a scientist. From everything that I'm learning up into quantum, into onto the quantum field, once things start getting real tricky like that, I'm like, all right, yeah, that's God. That's that's God showing showing you his his talent, his mastery when it comes to intelligence. God is the master of intelligence. God is the God of intelligence, the Father of intelligence, the Creator of intelligence. So no matter how smart you get, you have that ability because of God. When you believe in gods and you create gods and futurist thinking. These robots, these ultra-intelligent machines becoming a godhead. Yeah. A god to you, of course. Of course. Because it's a human being without none of the flaws and all of the perks. So, yeah. But if you think it's going to have the knowledge to, to conquer God, come on. Come on. Only only 4% of the universe is matter. The stuff we can see and interact with. Huh. <laughs> That don't that don't make you think, okay, then what's the rest? You know what people call it? The best answer to God is dark matter and dark energy. Because we can't see it. We don't know what it is, but it's a lot of this mass. So what the fuck is it? What the fuck do you think? And I know my kind of truth can get to the point to where it's dangerous and people don't want me getting the truth out and um that's why I live the way I live. I train very, very hard. Like when it comes to training, the training that I do, I think it's the best training out there. I think my training is going to allow me to outsmart any combat martial artist there is on the planet eventually. You know, when my training is complete, nigga, I'll make you sing. I'll make you sing both feel like, feel like a turtle. And I'm not joking. I don't play. When it, when it comes to my health, my mind, and my body... I don't I don't play no games. I don't play no games. That's why I can't wait to get on other people's podcasts and other interviews like DJ Vlad, Jerry Podcast, and um London Rail and uh a singularity type podcast where we could talk about the future because I'm a futurist. I'm a futurist gamer. You know, and my job, my job that I put in my mind to have to create my ultimate job that I'm gonna have that I'm gonna settle with is being a sports scientist. That job doesn't even exist yet. You know, and I done created that. And I done created many terms that have yet to been exi- have yet to come into existence. And I realized, you know, maybe I should just become a comedian. Because being in a comedian, I could find ways to, t- to to tweak the truth to where it doesn't hurt. And it's actually funny. And then when people, whenever they decide to talk about it, they could talk about it. And my biggest inspiration is Dave Chappelle. I feel like he's one of the greatest of all time. That's my, that's my opinion. You know, if somebody's going to say somebody like Carlin, then okay. You know, I think Carlin was very nice with it. Hicks was nice with it. Cat Williams, he's alright. Feel me? Joe Rogan, he alright too. Joe Rogan, he, he, he have his funny moments, but a lot of his shit be corny. You know? But Joe Rogan is one of those people who are seeker, who's a seeker of the truth. But I feel like everybody at, at some point feel like it's too much and they don't want it. So now, thinking about Illuminati, I have no idea what Illuminati is, but I really don't care because 
I'm, I, I am Illuminati. My mind is enlightened. I'm enlightened as fuck. And I, I can't turn it off. And knowing that, I got to start. I got to start being real careful of what I say to, to people because knowledge is power and you can use that shit for bad and a lot of people will. But one thing you got to understand is that, you know, God's will will ultimately win. I believe that in my heart. I believe no matter how hard we try, even if we all came together and tried to find a way to defeat God or conquer God or control God, we would lose. We would lose. But life life is amazing because being on earth, we get that choice. We get that choice to try to become a God. And God will allow us that chance. But he's going to watch you in the whole process. Is he's going to test you. All right? I'm going to give you that power. And if you think about it, actually, this is what I actually feel. Let's say God's plan, right? Let's say one of God's plans is to ultimately give every single person the power of God. But you can't give everybody that power at once. So who's going to be first? I feel like the ones that's least deserving of it is going to be first. And then we're just going to watch the history of Timeline and look at it and see who are the first ones to power and what they do with it, you know? Who are the last ones to power and what they do with it? I feel like the the most deserving people in life, the most deserving of power will be the last ones to get it. You know? And right now, you know, tables potentially may turn. But, um... You know, if there's a way I can stop that, I can stop that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting into global politics, and uh, you know, right now, right now, China's booming. They got the potential to be number one. Not if I could change. Not if I could fix that. I got. I think I got information that could help. That could help level level up the navy at least. Cause I, I I'm a, I'm a vet. You know, I had a bad kind of discharge, but I look back on it and they gave me, they gave me keys of life. You know, they helped me. They helped me. They helped me understand my brain. I done had problems with my mind and who I was for a long time and they gave me those keys and I'm forever grateful. They don't I don't have to have I don't have to be getting uh benefits and retirement and all that. I don't need that. You know what they gave me is priceless, more expensive than any of that. And maybe I I hope in the future I hope in the future we could work something out where not where maybe I could overturn my back on the discharge. Cause everything happens for a reason, and a lot for a long time now that bad kind of discharge sat real nasty. It sat real nasty in the back of my mind, like it left a big ass chip on my shoulder, a big ass chip. Like damn, like I look back on this, like it's crazy. And even the story, and I feel like with the story, it was so weird. It was so weird, you know. I got lucky, like I could have, I could have ended up doing a lot of years. But I'm still in prison, military, military prison. But I had a good lawyer, and it's just, I don't know, God bless me. Somehow, somehow I made it out of that one. But I know they're probably looking back on it, still thinking about it. And uh, I'm going to get into everything with all of that that happened in the next podcast or in another episode. So I'm just going to touch on it briefly here. So it happened over over my battle with a drug. And from the outside, it looks like I have a drug problem. Long story short, I don't have a drug problem. I have a mental problem. And whenever I discover a drug that allows me to control my mind or improve my mood so I can think the way I want to think, because we make we make choices according to our mood. And somebody could say, no, that's not real, but 
Trust me, I know how to. I don't care who you are. I know I can piss you off. Even if you a fucking monk, even if you a meditation master, I guarantee I can find a way to piss you the fuck off. And that's one thing anybody probably could do. Most people could do that. And a lot of people in life actually go around they did go about their duty to do that. When a person, when a person is up to his fucking neck in debt, and his job is not paying no bills, and he's at work all day slaving his ass off, and he knows when he come home. You know, his wife done probably been fucking around with all the neighbors. Like, this is like a worst case scenario type of life, you know. The question is, what is that guy going to do about it? When he got to go day in, day out, no, he can't even touch his paycheck. He got to go to a whole bunch of bills. And he's just in a shitty situation. And he's not even passionate about his job. How do you think all of that is going to affect his mind day in, day out? Where will he get his break? Where will he get to be like, okay, at least I got, at least I could not think about my problem. What are you going to do? probably gonna smoke a fucking cigarette or drink alcohol he's gonna find some kind of drug i don't think there's a human being if there's a human being on here who's who's living their life without taking any drugs um that's very i'm very proud of that but when i say drugs i'm talking about all drugs i'm not talking about just recreational drugs or what we classify as drugs as a collective, as a society. I'm talking about any drug, which, which which is almost impossible. Food and drugs we need to survive. But here's the thing that people get misconstrued, and that's why they don't know when a person has a drug problem or not. The intent, the mental, the mental state of the person's mind when they're taking that drug. What's going through their mind? Are they thinking, I need this drug, I can't live without it? Are they thinking, I just don't want to be sober, I want to be high all the fucking time? Are they thinking, I want to use this drug to improve my mood so I can capitalize? Are they, using, are they, are they saying, I'm going to use this drug to get creative and then I'm going to write creative stuff? Are they saying, I'm going to use this drug to propel me into a better situation? When I use drugs, that's what I'm. that's the time I'm on now. I'm going to use this drug to propel me into a better situation. So for somebody to look at me and tell me I have a drug problem, my whole thing is don't tell me I have a drug problem if you're doing drugs yourself. If you're going to tell me I'm, I got a drug problem and then you're going to go home and smoke a cigarette, what the fuck does that make you? You have a drug problem. You addicted to nicotine. But you think, oh, no, it's not a drug or it's okay because it's legal. All right. They should make something like the truth hurts sometimes. So a lot of a lot of people will say oh, that's not a drug problem. You got motherfuckers checking into drug treatment programs, yet they still smoking cigarettes. What type of sense does that make? You don't think you're getting high off nicotine? Yes, you are getting high off that fucking nicotine. You're getting high. It's a different type of high. It's not as strong, but it's still a high. And maybe some people may take a stronger high than others my high when i get high that has the potential to be infinitely well not infinite but like immensely strong stronger than most drugs and i keep doing it to to see i'll be i'll be testing it i'll be trying to test my limits and i feel like every time i try to tell people they always tell me no don't do drugs don't do this don't do that and where i'm at now in life with everything that's happened the time that i got locked up for the second time with this drug for the second time i got locked up with this drug Something else happened with the same drug. Somebody else got locked up. Around the same time, around the same time in a different place, 
I feel like that is meaningful. When God when God implements his will, he does it over the expanse of, of time. Over over a deeper expanse so you can see his intelligence. He's not gonna do it in a short range of time. God probably can't think in a short range of time. It's probably too hard. Him thinking in in the time of of minutes and days is probably like us trying to understand the quantum field, trying to trying to watch how the fuck uh, a photon can behave like a wave or a particle. That's probably him trying to look at time in the increments of days. No, he's he's doing it over months, years, eons. That's how that's that's how God operates, and that's why he can see things clearly and make things and move pieces. Like that on the chessboard. I look at everything in my life. When I was in, when I was in, when I was in a psych ward, I went to a psych ward three times. The second, the first time was right after Thanksgiving. The second time was on January 30th, no, December 31st to January 13th, 31 to 13th. I look at stuff like that. And then during that time while I was in there, I couldn't have access to my phone. I'm always, I'm always connected to the internet. Always, always trying to learn something new. Always trying to get information. And now I leveled up to where now I'm trying to read books too. And I realize, I realize something. I realize a dangerous truth about life. You know, people can't handle the truth. The truth is powerful and it requires responsibility. If you can, if you can truly handle it, you'll seek it out. If you can truly handle the truth, you'll seek it out. And you'll prove it, not only to yourself, but to God. And God will give you the truth if you go looking for it hard enough. And in life, the best place to hide the truth is in books. Because most people are not going to sit down and read a book cover to cover. And the ones that do, they're exploring, they're exploring many people's imagination. And sometimes multiple people work on a book. So they're getting to take a dive into all of their imagination because somebody write a book they're going to write about what they know where their passion is where their imagination is where most of their attention go when I write a book when I write my series it's going to my best ideas my best thoughts are coming flying out and I'm going to keep finding ways to get better and better and better with it I got so many ideas it's at the point to where fuck it fuck getting patents and copyrights and trademarks I'm going to just throw all that shit in a book I'm going to throw all of it in a book and then I'm going to take it from there and I'm going to take it step by step I'm not worried about stealing, people stealing my ideas. They steal my ideas. Thank you. Thank you. I've always been a follower. I don't follow trends if I don't think it makes sense. I don't try to make friends. And now, I'm not interested in making friends. I'm all business. So if our, if our, if us meeting up doesn't involve both of us ranking up, I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm a gamer. I look at everything in the form of a game. Life is a game. Life is a game of finance. And people, some people would say, no, not a game. Life is not a game. This is real. This is real life. <coughs> Shut the fuck up. You don't know what real life is. <coughs> you never died. You never died physically and came back to life. So you can't, you can't say what real life is. You haven't experienced all of life. And if you did, you, haven't. you don't have that ability. You don't have that. You don't have that ability.
that into a physical body, like his fucking, his brain would probably be the size of a fucking universe. Like, how are you gonna fit that? How are you gonna how are you gonna fit that? And I don't I, I don't I don't know. Like, God can't come into a physical form. There's no way he can do it. There's no it's not possible. The way I think about God is just not possible. It's not possible for him to put himself in a physical form and come talk to people. His brain is too big. His brain would be too big, I mean. But I feel like, you know, the universe and everything we interact with is all physical. And I feel like under that physical, under that physical fabric is a spiritual fabric, and that's where it came from. And then if people think, oh, that's creative and that's clever and they like that idea, then the next question is, then where did the spiritual realm come from? And what the fuck created God? That's some that's some dope stuff to think about. But until we can all come to an agreement on what God really is, we can't even think about other bigger questions that I got. So, but I, you know, I try to take information from all religions, anything, anything people are willing to teach. And some people be like, oh, you can't do that, or that's not this, or nigga, I'm going to live the life however the fuck I want. That's that's how I feel at the end of the day. And yeah, people can try. integrity but I know I don't have a little bit of integrity and I work on it and when I look at life now and I look at the life of Jesus honestly I don't want to live the life Jesus lived Jesus lived Jesus is the paradigm the, the paradigm the paragon of, of, of righteousness of of cleanliness of, of pureness of of pure love you know that requires a lot of strength and a lot of effort and when you do that, God's message to you is when you do that, you will suffer. You will suffer the most. But it has to be you that suffers the most. Because if a person who's weak-minded suffers the most, and they're motivated enough to overcome that, what they're going to do after they get the power? They're going to try to fucking destroy the whole world. 
But a person who's loving and continues to forgive, should they ever get that power, what they gonna do? They gonna forgive them, forget about it, and restore the planet. So that's my little spiel for the day. And that's all I'm about is just dropping gems. I'm not gonna get too much in depth on political and and religious stuff because people are so strong about their beliefs and a lot of people are sharp in their ways and people don't like to be wrong and that's why we have this thing of cognitive dissonance and I like they so angry they want to fucking say something or do something Something by the fault. You have 70,000 thoughts on average a day. If you, if you 30 years old, 20 years old, 10 years old, you spend an hour thinking. Your passion may be changing a flush with it from time to time, but okay. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast